Hey, it's Michael, and welcome to another podcast episode. Before I get into today's episode, we wanted to make an offer to you. If you go to Marketing Saves the World, marketingsavestheworld.com or firmsconsulting.com, you will see a pop-up or you'll see a place to add in your email address or you can register on the Firms Consulting website. If you register onto that website, you get put into an exclusive list. And what you get in that exclusive list is samples of the content we have available to FC Insiders. For example, you could get a sample episode of Competitive Strategy with Kevin Coyne. Kevin Coyne is an ex-McKinsey partner, former worldwide head of strategy, and he had served something like over 25 CEOs on a personal level, on a one-to-one basis over his career. Kevin also has a program called How to Become a McKinsey Partner. It's the first time ever a McKinsey partner has gone on record talking about what is actually required to become a partner and you'll find it's very different from what you think is required how to develop deep insights which i have put together one of our most popular programs the electric car startup you will get sample episodes of all of those programs and more if you sign up to this list so that said i hope you enjoyed today's episode hi everyone and welcome to another case interview and management consulting podcast before I begin, I want to thank you because this is our 343 podcast. In fact, the number is slightly higher because sometimes we remove podcasts and so on. And if you add in the podcasts we have in our sister podcast channel, Strategy Skills, the number is something around, I think, 425, 430 or thereabouts. And we also passed the 3 million download milestone last week. So it's a pretty big result and I want to thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast series. Today's episode is about McKinsey Digital. If you are a reader, I want to point out that this podcast is based on an article that appears on firmsconsulting.com, firmsconsulting.com with an S, firmsconsulting.com. And if you go in there and type in McKinsey Digital, or if you go to the quarterly section, you will see that we have an article that's been uh, loaded. This podcast is not going to cover everything in the article. There's an article there, and I'm going to add in some pieces that I did not include in the article. The article explains what is McKinsey Digital, what makes up McKinsey Digital, how much of a priority is it within McKinsey. I also explain what is digital. I think there's a lot of confusion for many people in understanding what is a digital business. I explain... What is the formal part of McKinsey Digital? And what are the assets that McKinsey loosely groups around the digital practice? And what is the implications for joining the formal digital practice? And the implications for being an expert that works on digital and is not formally part of the McKinsey Digital practice? Finally, I'm also going to help you understand why you should place more emphasis in your preparation by ignoring the McKinsey part and focusing on the digital part. I use some examples to help you understand this. I explain to you how the partnership structure works and why some parts of McKinsey Digital are not formally part of McKinsey and you can never become a partner of McKinsey in those parts of McKinsey Digital, even though you may have the title director and partner. I give you some analogies in terms of how to prepare, how to focus your preparation if you want to join the generalist path, which will make you a partner within McKinsey, and how to go for the specialist path that will make you a partner, but not within McKinsey. So all of that is covered, and I'm not going to repeat that, but I do want to offer some additional advice. Many people consider McKinsey Digital an easier part of McKinsey to join 
than let's say McKinsey in its normal strategy operations generalist track. I mean, people don't say it, but that's the angle they take. The view is that, look, I'll get into McKinsey implementation, it's easier. I'll get into McKinsey digital, it's easier. And then I'll work my way up into the firm. Okay, a couple of things you have to understand here. McKinsey digital, like McKinsey implementation, you're gonna have partners in McKinsey implementation and McKinsey digital that are partners of the formal McKinsey partnership in McKinsey implementation and McKinsey digital. And you're gonna have partners within McKinsey digital like McKinsey implementation that are called partners, but they're not partners of McKinsey digital. They are partners of a organization that McKinsey may have bought to bolster their digital ranks. It would be slightly absurd to think that every acquisition that McKinsey makes, whether it's a design firm, a production studio, an advertising arm, they take all those partners and make them partners of McKinsey. It's unlikely that is happening. In fact, I know it doesn't happen in several cases. So what people think here is that, well, I'm going to join, it's easier, and then I'm going to be working at McKinsey. Yes, you're going to join because it's easier because they're doing different kinds of work but you may not be part of McKinsey and you may never have a track to the McKinsey partnership. It's easier for a reason because they are doing different kinds of work. And you have to think about whether there's the kind of work you wanna do. So for example, if you join McKinsey Digital, you could be a generalist consultant, like all the guys in strategy operations and so on, a general McKinsey consultant who's advising a, a media company on the rollout of a new direct-to-consumer strategy, basically rolling out apps and then distributing the content through the apps. You could be a strategy consultant doing the digital media strategy for a big media company in Los Angeles to roll out these apps. That would mean you're part of McKinsey Digital. At the same time, you could be someone who joined one of the companies McKinsey bought and is working alongside the generalist consultants to help them figure out the digital landscape, but you're part of McKinsey Digital, but which part of McKinsey Digital do you belong to and do you want to belong to that part of McKinsey Digital? This is the part you have to get comfortable with, right? Because as the firms grow and they start taking in new pieces, there are some pieces that are part of the core of the firm, the spine of the firm that drives everything, and there are other parts that are support. They are not the spine of the firm. You need to be comfortable which one you want to be a part of and make that conscious choice. I talk about the differences between recruiting and the article. I'm not going to repeat it, but I'm going to touch on another point, which is if you are on the generalist side and working in a McKinsey digital project, you're going to learn the skills we teach, problem solving, how to break down issues, general strategy, operation skills, which is very valuable. Everyone wants to learn it. Now, if you don't want to learn those skills, let's assume you want to be a specialist. You want to learn how to help companies set up cloud systems, build apps, set up payment systems, there are parts of McKinsey that does all of those things. If that's truly what you want, so you're joining McKinsey Digital knowing full well that you're never going to be a generalist, but you just want to get a job as someone who does the technical side of the digital work. Should you work at a company like McKinsey where the technical side is never going to be core to their business, it's always going to be secondary, or should you work at a company where the technical side is the core part of their business, so you know you're working with people where when the most senior people of the organization get together, they're discussing how to make investments in the core skills and how to code and build apps and whatever it is you do in digital. Because the implications are different. At some point, when digital is no longer that important, and it will be unimportant at some point because something new will come along, McKinsey will pull away their investment and they'll invest in the new area. 
So you have to think about what you want, right? Because it's very different. Now, let's talk a little bit here about how one goes about, not applying, but the levels you select. Because many people, when they decide to make that transition into McKinsey Digital, they don't usually do it at the MBA phase. Some do, but most don't. Because most people, when they do the MBA, the school tells them that they're a superstar, they believe they're a superstar, and therefore they apply to the generalist side and say, well, McKinsey, Wharton told me I'm a superstar, hire me. McKinsey says no, they get dejected, they'll go into industry, they'll come back and they'll try their luck. But most people making the transition to digital are not doing it during the MBA phase. They do it when they're experienced hires. They've got some exposure under their belt. They've seen there's something exciting happening in industry and they want to then transition into McKinsey, but they can't come in at the associate level. They have to be considered for an EM level, most likely sometimes associate principal. Now, here's the thing you've got to understand. And I cover this in the new program on 21 days. It's available to insiders. I'm mentioning this because insiders also use our free stuff. But for insiders, I have several programs. One is the digital and IT strategy study, where we talk you through over many episodes how we did the digital strategy for a life insurance company or insurance company. It's applicable to anyone interested in digital, but explains how to do digital strategy. We also have something called the 21-day program on how to sell, basically how to become a partner. Kevin has a program like that available to insiders, and I also have a program available. Now, here's the thing you've got to understand. When you are joining a firm at a more senior level, you face three challenges for digital people. The first challenge is they're going to ask themselves, hey, can this guy, Peter, understand the way we McKinsey operate in terms of solving problems? I'm assuming this is you want to join the generalist side of McKinsey Digital to become a McKinsey partner, not the specialist side whereby you'd learn technical skills. Just the first thing they're going to ask, can this guy pick up the skills? The second thing they're going to ask is, can this person understand and add value on the digital work we do? Because as an experienced person, you have to bring some of your experience into McKinsey. Here's the thing I find about digital people. They don't know what digital is. The article gives a definition for digital, but when you speak to most people, they ramble off and give you examples of digital, but they don't actually know what digital is. They can't tell you what it is. They can't tell you how they would advise on it. So they just ramble off. You've got to be able to succinctly and cogently make a case for how you're going to bring your skills in from industry, which starts off by being able to explain what your skills are and how you're going to tie it into the work you do at McKinsey. That's your second challenge. I think those first two challenges are not hard. Because we teach the stuff on how to pass cases and how to, you know, even if not just passing cases and how to operate as a consultant. And the second part in terms of how to articulate things, yeah, I mean, you can learn that. That's not difficult to do. The part you're going to struggle with is the third part. The more senior you are, let's assume you're coming at an EM level or AP level or principal level. At that level, and I explained this in the, in the 21-day program on how to sell, you don't join McKinsey. I'm not going to go into what I mean by that. You have to listen to the 21-day program. I'll just explain it very briefly here. At that level, the AP level, principal level, even the EM level, you are joining a senior partner's team within McKinsey. Someone has to look at you and say, you know what? If we hire you, I can find a place to put you in my little organization within McKinsey. So when people are trying to recruit into McKinsey Digital and generally any part of McKinsey at the senior level, they are incorrectly focused on what McKinsey wants. McKinsey is only going to hire you in a legal way. Who's actually going to hire you is some senior partner who says, you know, I looked at the guy, interviewed him. If we hire him, I can use him at these five clients. I can feel that he'll make the transition and grow within my team until he can become a partner. 
So when you are recruiting in many ways, because it's more, people usually try to make that transition to the more senior level, but this applies to any part of McKinsey, you must realize you're not recruiting for McKinsey, you're recruiting for a certain senior partner's unit within McKinsey. Now, I explain this in a lot of detail in the 21-day program, so I don't want to go into that. Insiders can access that, but I'm giving you the sort of gist of the point here so that those who are not insiders can also get used from this. So when you are planning your interviews, don't just think about, well, digital is this entire space, so I can be an expert in this area of digital, and if I join McKinsey, I'll find a home. No. To be hired, a senior partner needs to feel that the skill you have is going to be useful to him and his team, not whether it's useful to the whole of McKinsey. That's the difference when you recruit at a senior level. You must find a home within a senior partner's unit. If you cannot find a home within a senior partner's unit, no senior partner is going to vouch for hiring you because nobody's going to know what needs to be done with you. There's an important insight here. And I do feel it's a bigger issue with digital people because they usually tend to be older when they make this transition. I know it sounds strange, but that's the truth. They're usually in their 30s, 35, they want to make that transition. They have got a lot of industry experience in digital and they feel they can, they want to change in their career, but they assume the recruiting is going to be the same at the junior level and it's not. So just to recap the article on how to join and how to think about McKinsey Digital, is available for everyone on firmsconsulting.com. And for insiders, we have two programs. Well, we have three actually. Kevin has on how to become a partner. I have the other one on how to sell to become a partner. We both are talking about the same things, but we approach it from very different ways, as you will see. And then we have the digital and IT strategy study. So some things you can do immediately if you are trying to recruit into McKinsey Digital. Firstly, figure out whether you want to be a generalist or a specialist. Then figure out if the part you are applying to is the generalist or specialist part. If it's a specialist part, they're going to do a style of recruiting which may be completely different from the way McKinsey recruits generalists. And you have to be prepared for that. They may not even do cases. They may give you a model to build, fix some code or something like that. If you're a senior person recruiting in, remember that you are recruiting not to join McKinsey, but to join a senior partner's unit within McKinsey. And unless you can convince a senior partner that you can seamlessly fit into his team, nobody's going to be hiring you. That's the difference that you need to focus on. As always, I enjoy doing this podcast and I hope you are finding them very useful. Take care. And that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing the episode. Finally, I want you to remember that the only way to get access to our special offers, the only way to get our special pricing, and the only way to get samples of our content is to join the list on marketingsavestheworld.com or firmsconsulting.com. It's the only way also to get access to our unique advanced content that we make available to insiders. So if you want to get a sneak peek of things, test it out, see what's in there, this is the place to go. And finally, I want to thank you again for making us one of the largest podcast channels around the world for careers and for the 2 million downloads and counting.